it's Monday night, it's 8pm, and it's me, Snags, your host. Tonight I'm joined by a guy who, when he gets struck by lightning, can power a whole entire street for 16 days. It's Robin Wasp. Good evening, Wasp. How you doing, mate? Yes, mate, I love that. And only the chosen few are sparkies, and that's me, mate, riding as my dad. I'm good, mate. How's things? How's I mean, things? not too bad. Feels like it's just the two of us. Again. Seems like a hang. It seems like a hang now. We should just rename the podcast to I don't know, Old Rangers Dazzlers. <laughs> two touches. <laughs> See what you did there. Um, but I thanks th- thanks to everybody that's uh, that, that that's tuning in. Obviously, there's uh, quite a few podcasts on the go tonight, so uh, we appreciate you joining us live, and we won't be offended if you're. Um, joining it on catch up as well but obviously make sure that you do like like the video and subscribe as well that would be very much appreciated um as we move and venture move and venture move forward with this one wonderful venture that we have uh, created here um so i reckon i'm in the mood for a bit of a bit of trauma wasp but you you fancy a bit of trauma you got to go through, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> go I've, through. Had enough, I've had enough <laughs> over the weekend mate eh? so well uh, let's Run right through it again. So, uh, Hibernian versus Rangers, mate. It was live from Easter Road at 12.30pm on Saturday, the 20th of August. Rangers lined up McLaughlin, Tav, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Lundstrom, Lawrence, Jack, Matondo, Kent and Cholak. Oh, plenty to talk about, mate. Plenty to talk about. But what was your thoughts on it? Um, Give me both barrels. I thought... See, see when that lineup came in, I was quite positive, mate. Um, we spoke about it at the last pod that we thought that was going to be the the team. We kind of nailed it, and um, I mate, it was just it just did they seem to work, did it? <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, but Gio he, he likes to when we go to these, I uh, say intimidation grounds. He just likes to see if we can soak up the pressure and in the counter and I just don't think it's the way we should be playing and I don't think we've we're really good at it either. So um so what what, what was your thoughts on it mate? Because like I, I was pretty happy with the lineup if I'm honest. I you know on 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 paper you're looking at it and it's like you say you know it's kind of um what we expected um going into this game and you're thinking do you know what we've got a bit of pace on the wings as well and you know Lawrence has potentially got a bit more of a free role with uh, Matondo coming in. So, um, and it's nice to see the return of Ryan Jack as well. You know, so on paper you're thinking this is this could be good, and then the game kicks off and it's same old, same old. We're just slow to get going. There's no tempo really to begin with. Like our sole aim at the start of these games appears to be possession retention. Um, it's very much reminiscent of the Mark Warburton days. If I'm, uh, you know, if I'm being overly critical, uh, which is something that I've been doing quite, quite a lot recently, but <laughs> with good reason. Um, and it, and it, and it's a cause for concern for me. I know it's early days, and we're only a few, a few games in. But you know, Van Bronckhorst, this is a full, you know, he's had a full preseason. I have had some new names coming in, and you know, we need a bit of of squad gel time. But at the same time, you would expect things to be clicking now. And they seem to be doing it at times where we least expect it, and most, most notably at home, which is good. But it's it's the away games that count, mate. And I'm starting to already feel shaky about a potential, you know, title upset um, come May next year. And I know, you know, like I say, it's early doors, but based on what I've seen, it Disney looked great 
And if I'm honest, um, and we'll come to it soon, but you know, looking into Wednesday's game, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good about it. Um, so I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, the key moments in 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 the match that we'll discuss. You know, we didn't get, we didn't get um, a goal until we obviously got a, a, a penalty uh, via via Tav. Um, and did you want to just just talk us through that? What was your thoughts on that? Um, I kind of seem to have missed it, mate, because um, it, it happened so fast. I was like, what, what's happening here? And as uh, as Gollum does, he made it about himself, didn't he? Um, if it wasn't that decision, he thought he had to balance it up with a few others, but we'll get into that. Um, it, it is a penalty, but I think it's like really soft. You know, Kolak's, he, he's quite good at doing that, actually. He's uh, putting pressure on the keeper. And the guy, I don't, I don't know what he's thinking, big Rocky, Rocky Balboa, he just decides to pull him back. And it is a penalty, but it's like it's like the keeper was getting it. It was getting cleared. Worst case scenario, it hits half Kolak and it goes in. But for me, it was a penalty, mate. But ah, it was a soft one. And we're quite lucky to go in 1-0 half-time. Half We'd never really created any chances, really. But, you know, it was... Uh, Aye. Aye. <laughs> just ran out of steam there, mate. So in depth, in depth analysis, mate. I I like that. It's good. It's probably it's, it's pretty much me, you know, because I just say agreed and that's it. We move on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's one of the things. It's all right. It's cool. talk about sausages and filters. And when and when these things weigh heavy on your heart and on your shoulders, mate, it is difficult to get motivated to talk through it. So you know, I can totally get it. Um, but but I mean, like you say, you know, to 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 the letter of the law. Um, and IFAB rules and all that. It's um, it is a penalty because you know he's 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 stopping the player's momentum. You know he's pulling him, um, and you know I he might make a melee it, but you know, if that goes to VAR, then uh, you know obviously they're going to support that decision. Um, you would you would hope, uh, but more on more on that later. Uh, so I we're going at halftime. A goal up, goal to the good. Everything's good. You're thinking right, okay. We need to build on this second half. Surely it can't get worse. And then your man Boyle scores um, on the fifty first minute wasp. Um, how did you feel? Um, I, I was just like, here we go. You know, they've they've got it, and that that guy must hey like all the hair gel and leaf like he just seems to just chuck it on and scrape it right back like a, a wee neddy lassie back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, Boyle, he is a dangerous player. He's caused us a lot of bother before and that. And um, it was just, Tav, Tav just gets out, froze out in position. Him, it's just him and Golson, typical through that area constantly, mate. We've seen that goal against us so many times through the same area. And um, I don't think the positioning was great. That being said, we've still got three guys in the box that should be dealing with it. And I don't think John McLaughlin covered his cell in much glory, if I'm honest. Um, you know, he's a big laddie as well. And he it just uh, it was just it was a sickener, but we've seen that goal before, mate. <laughs> like, we have, mate. We've seen this goal. Uh, Golson no and Tav, that area, they just that that gap they seem to leave and um, and the side of each other is just mental, but I don't know what you think, mate. But you know, I've been seeing a lot about the boy might be offside, he might be slightly off, but 
you know, if, buts, what's, maybes, you know, it's, uh, aye. Aye, exactly, it's just, mate. It's just, it's just no good. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we need to address ASAP because we can't, you know, it, it's already become a thing. And if it's become a thing for us, it's become a thing for them, um, which isn't a good psychologically. Do you know what I mean? So we need to, we need to get a solution for it fast. Um, whether that be, you know, going man for man uh, away from Zono, I don't know. I don't know what the what the answer is. Well, it's better decision making. Really, that's that's the answer. But you know, it's easier said than done, mate. It's it is a it is a difficult conundrum to fix, mate. Um, but that being said, you know, I was just thinking about your comments there uh, regards Boyle, and uh, I was thinking um, when I saw him flash up on screen, that obviously blinded my eyes as well with it with the reflection of the of the jello haze. Hairspray, but I used to go to Lassie at high school, right? And uh, you were probably the same. Um, and whenever, whenever I kissed her, I could taste L'Oreal Elnet hairspray, right? Hey. <laughs> and that wasn't that wasn't because I was I was eating it before I kissed her. Kissed her, she put so much of it on her hair; it was literally everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And I'd be like, "Where's that? Where is that taste? What is that?" And then obviously, you know, later on in life. You uh, you try it out for yourself, you know, and then I mean, that was it. But anyway, moving on for that. Um, Snags was going out with Martin Boyle's big sister. That's it's what I'll true. take away. From it's true. <laughs> anyway, I thought you were on the comments. By the way, you're you're not doing a very good job. Oh my bad, man. Aye, so you should be because there's plenty in there. By the way, um, <laughs> but you're but you're just blanking. You know, I mean, you oh, want people sorry. to enjoy the show. Exactly. You kind of just. Apologies in advance, folks. You know what I mean? That's a terrible admin right here. But but we are doing uh, a lot of crying. Do you know what I mean? We're doing a lot of reaching and crying. Um, so you need to relax. I love that, by the way. I love that. Good um, evening, Scott. Oh, sorry, Scott. Scott, Scott Whitfield, good evening. Um I mean, do you know it's you're Maggie. Never you're never, never late, late, Maggie. Never Thanks late. For Always us. welcome. Always welcome. Um, aye, so so moving on then, mate, to um, Tom Lawrence's goal, right? Bonabaric assist, lovely, lovely cross, fantastic execution. Um, and you're starting to think, right, the pendulum's swinging right back in Rangers' favour here. Uh, we can we can go on and put this game to bed, right? Can't we? Can't we wasp? Can't we? We sure can, mate. And then what happens? <laughs> Just absolute madness about one guy wanting to make it about him. You know, it's just absolute madness, mate. To be absolute fair, madness. a few folk need to hold their hands up in the build up to this because um, I, I wasn't. Oh, I was raging, mate. Raging. That uh, guy was right. I. Uh, do, do, do you know we we were um, <clears throat> we were very much you know toothless toothless in attack. I think is a, a you know I think is a good a good descriptor. You know there, there was a couple of a couple of moments uh, which have been highlighted on social media where Lawrence and um, Kent get themselves into really really good positions where they just need to pull the trigger, but they didn't. And you're just like, why why are you no pulling the trigger there? Do you know what I mean? No, it just doesn't mate. make it, it doesn't make sense. Especially in um, the first half, Kent actually tained out two guys, like yeah. left them. It was like vintage Kent, and he just left them. And he just needs to either put it right across the box for somebody like Kolak to tap in, or or even hey, I dig, mate, because he's capable. Of it. We've, we've we've seen it before. Like 
um, goals last season. He can, he can fire a shot, mate. Eh? He just doesn't do it enough for me. And it's getting to the point where, you know, we all know Kent's a great player, but I think his numbers are just no there, mate. Eh? His numbers are, he really needs to get them up. It's, I think we're quite poor in both. Um, both wing positions. The now I don't think we get enough, and I can't. I can't mind the last time we had proper like out and out wingers that were getting like you know twelve assists. And unfortunately, over the other side of the city, um, um, they've got guys that are doing that regular now, and that seems to be the issue. Um, you know we. Last season we were relying on Morelos and um, Morelos and Tav were our two top goal scorers, mate. And Kent should be up there for an attacking player, um, even getting the assists, mate. You know, uh, it's uh, it's quite it's quite embarrassing. But I think his decision making has been terrible recently um, in the European games and in this um, this game here. Uh, it was just he, he decides to good half. Good attacking play in the first half. Second half, it just seems to go. Borna's running down the line. Play the simple ball. Another great cross. You don't know what would happen if that. And then it just there's maybe three or four players, and he, I don't know where, what he's trying to think if he's trying to get a shot. And then that leaves Borna out of position. They're on the counter. Lundstrom's got a decision because he's flat footed because he's not expecting to Kent to lose out, and then. For me, it's um, it's a professional foul, mate. And there's no, we've all seen it. We've all done it. Five aside, seven aside. Any time you've played the game, you take one for the team. Let your team reset. And that's for me. It's never a red. And I would like to hear your thoughts on it, mate. It's the same as you. It's it's exactly the same as you. Um, and and I and I said it on I said it on Twitter. In fact, I talked I talked it to Def on Twitter because folk were saying. That you know VAR is going to be the solution to this, but actually it's no because no, it's what's no. happening, what's happening here, is we're having the referee make a decision um, subjectively, um, and you know at best VAR is going to look at it and say, oh well, you need to, you need to have a look at this again, and then he'll have a look at it again, and he'll likely uphold his decision because that's the kind of referee that he is. You know, it's. It, the, the only way that I can see it's going to improve the game is it's going to add a, a heavier flavour of accountability, but it's whether or not, you know, it affects the, the way referees are trained, uh, the way they're recruited or not. You know, that's that's the only positive I can see, can, can see it happen. But for me, it's only going to amplify further how poor the referees in Scottish football are. Um and, and just and just touching uh, back on the Lundstrom thing, you know, there was a comparison made uh, obviously between his tackle and um the other kid, I can't mind his name, the Hibs uh, the Hibs kid that tackled him oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. And in the first half and they were trying to give the referee an excuse based on his positioning. Um but actually his positioning's got nothing to do with it really because if you look at where he is when Lundstrom hits, you can act, you know, he's he's got a view of Lundstrom using his leg to clip um, you know, Matey Boy's leg to take him out of the game. And when you've refereed hundreds of football games and played hundreds of football games, you you know what that looks like, you know what that is. 
and you know you can't say that, that that he's let the you know the crowd get the better of him or whatever. This is a guy who's a UEFA, you know, quality referee allegedly. So is he? I'm uh, I'm not having any excuse there. I'm afraid, you know, like you say, this is this is about making it about him getting these big decisions against Rangers or whatever. You know, it's it's just it's just, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, and. I'm glad that you know Rangers are appealing it because that needs to be done, and you know I'm glad that they're highlighting it again. Um, and there's plenty of evidence um, to show, you know, previous misdemeanors um, that have that have been you know called incorrectly. Um, and it's just a it, it just makes a a bigger mockery of Scottish football, really. It, it's just embarrassing as well, mate. Um, you know, no. I'm not saying the Hibs fans are an embarrassment at the best of times, right? But you know yourself, you're at Ibrox, any kind of decision, everybody's, you're getting into the atmosphere, you're letting it control your emotions, etc. What's embarrassing for me is there's like four or five Hibs players like screaming in his ear and he's just, you can see there was only one thing on his mind and it's quite embarrassing that like Lundstrom's just kind of like turned around been like you you kidding on because I had this discussion with my friend um who is unfortunately a heavy um and he he's also a Man City fan as well and the comparisons over the weekend was Kieran Trippy or however you say it the wee guy right, uh, that guy yeah <laughs> for uh, Newcastle the right back same same tackle Ref came over right away, same height. It was you can the, the weekend was excellent for football, but apart from the result for us, obviously. But in terms of like having other um, interpretations, like that said challenge, uh, Trippier got red carded, and I was just sitting there going, That's that's shocking, man. That's no red card. He's, he's done the same. The guy's got away from professional foul, and he it's not even high. This it's high, but he's got one leg down, and it's just kind of riding. It, it, it's not like he's he's a studger impacting the player's leg or that. It's just enough to take him off balance, and he's away. And um, the ref went over VAR, turned it, and it was a yellow. So I had this discussion with my friend um, and it was actually him that opened with the, the Newcastle game, Man City game and he says, that's shocking it, it, it was a red <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me on? And then he brought up obviously the the Lundstrom and for me it's it's embarrassing. Lundstrom's in control he knows what he's doing, he's no reckless he's, he knows what he's doing, he's taking one for the team letting the team get back and it's basically, we've seen it before man but if I, I don't know if you've uh, if you've watched the highlights of Ross County and Kilmarnock, probably know me, but I need to ask it anyway. There was maybe two or three challenges in that game um, when I was watching the highlights at the weekend, and they were like leg breaking challenges. It was disgusting how bad the challenges were, like reckless, dangerous. It ticked all the boxes, Scottish officials yellow card it was embarrassing mate and then when you see Lundstrom he's right in front of the ref the ref's got an ideal Gollum knows that challenge and he just decides to 
make it about him all over again and it's just it's it's embarrassing and from there it just it does you know if we can hold on to get the three points and get out of there then appeal it then fine but at the time it was just it, it was just a bizarre bizarre red card Lundstrom's Lundstrom's challenge is a textbook cynical I mean that'll be used in referee training um you know, and thankfully it's in Sky Ultra HDR as well, which is lovely. Um, but at the same time, you know, you touched on the Trippier challenge and the and the VAR overturning uh, the decision, you know, but the ref still, you know, like I was saying, it's still a subjective decision. So VAR can't overturn it. They can only get the ref to have a look at it again because, you know, it has to be a clear and obvious. Um, and the ref's going to look at it and he said, I, you know what, you're right. This is a cynical foul, red card rescinded, blah, blah, blah. But, in, you know, I just can't see it. I just can't see the same thing happening. You know, that's going to be played at a, you know, what 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 good decision making looks like with the help of VAR. Do you know what I mean? It's no, you know, and in and in Scottish football, mate, I just I can't see it. I can't see it. And and you've just made a couple of points there regards Kilmarnock and and, and other games in the league where it's been a completely different experience. And I just think VAR is just going to amplify it and make it worse. You know, it will just be. We'll, you know, we'll have a we'll have a podcast dedicated to comedy Scottish VAR moments, you know, and it, and it will generate millions of views. You know, it'll be the I new thing. What, I think what people like for me, you know, VAR it's it's got to help. It has got to help, but at the same time, you make valid points where the same refs are going to be watching this, mate, and it's just going to be. Um, it's just got to be the same kind of decisions, but you know, it might improve. We can't just say it's got to get worse, mate. It might improve, but at the same time, Caster minds back a few weeks ago. You know, last season we were lucky in Europe with VAR, and we were like, this is quality. And then in Belgium, we get like a mental penalty against us, you know. So, and down south, we've, we've seen a few. <laughs> few mental um decisions I was watching match of the day and um I can't I can't remember the the commentator really famous he's he's brilliant yeah I can't remember his name but he says the spirit of the game is going because somebody's shoulder and it was like minuscule was offside and it was um the spirit of the game is definitely going but for decisions such as Saturday and not just the the Lundstrom red card like that game uh, Kamarnik uh, Ross County like that, that that is like really bad challenges man eh? um Aye. which warrant a red card and that one for me is is a yellow all day Aye. no no I, I I wholeheartedly agree and um, obviously we'll, we'll we'll touch on Morelos in a second that's uh, it's a wee bit of a different one but <clears throat> what I would say is if is if I was to pick an analogy right hey Stephen how you doing mate um I would. I would liken it to, you've got a guy, right? So referees in Scotland right now are guys that can't drive, right? Um, you, and and you, give them a, you give them a manual car, right? Get in the car, drive it. And they're like, oh, shit, how, how, how do I start this up? All right, nice one, engine's on. Oh, like, how do I get it going? Oh, I can't get it going. I'll just leave it. Do you know what I mean? I'll just leave it. So VAR comes in. That's an automatic, right? <laughs> Here we go. Start the car, put it in drive. Oh, this is amazing. Yes, crash. That's gonna happen, mate. Do you know what I mean? This is what we're doing. We're giving guys that can't drive a car that's 
can sort of drive itself, <laughs> but you're still going to crash it into the first wall, you know, the first tree around the corner, um, because of your of your absolute ineptitude. And I think um, I think that's the that's the crises that that uh, we face in Scottish football. But on to a more positive note, Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> aye, aye, um, that was. On, didn't you? I, I mean, I mean, for me, so so there's a couple of things I want to say here before we address the card situation, right? And obviously, William makes a good point there. Um, number one, right? Alfredo Morelos has had major surgery on his quadricep, right? He's going to have muscle loss. He's going to have weight gain. Um, and for me, he's obviously, you know, he's gagging to get back playing. And and in his mind, he's ready. And you know, the fitness doctors, etc., have said he's ready. But for me, he's not physically ready yet. Um, and, you know, that shows um, at the moment he's no he's no quite there, um, and you know, in terms of that. But also, I think there's been a, a bit of unjust criticism of him, to be, you know, to be fair. And I know that he did cost us the game, right? He did cost us the game. There's no doubt about that. He made a stupid decision to, you know, bam up the Hibs player in front of the, you know, the fourth official, like right in front of his eyes, which is stupid. Normally, you know, you'll have a wee lash out or whatever, and it's a bit more discreet. Um, but <laughs> this one was a wee bit, wee bit too blatant. And, you know, hopefully he does learn for that. But I just don't think the criticism of him that, you know, is going on at the minute is, is, is just based on, aforementioned comments um, but that being said if it if it continues to become a pattern then of course you know we should look down um disciplinary routes um etc for him because that is not acceptable it's not um it's not representative of uh, a rangers player um and you know somebody that should that should know better and and, and somebody that that you know we are particularly reliant on um in, in in certain scenarios particularly when we're when we're chasing a game so that's my thoughts. I think it was frustration, mate. It was Aye. it was built frustration because you know he, he never got on in the PSV game. He loves the big European nights. He likes being the man, didn't he? And you know we've got another guy now who's came in, he's hit the ground running. He's he's scoring. He's he's looking good. And Morelos seems to think that he would well i seem to think that he would have been thinking i'm going to start we've got a big game on wednesday and i'm going to start and we're going to, we're going to turn our hips and obviously didn't he but that being said mate he, he's no like a young laddie anymore he's he's no you know he, he's like how many seasons he's played in scotland now snags he knows what the refs are like he went through a period you're just getting sent off in these big games, especially in Aberdeen, all the time. And I, I get it. He's he's came back from like a, a really bad injury. He's been out a long time. He's, he's missed massive games. The run up to the Europa League final, which you know, like it would have been massive to have him. But at the same time, right, we're two one up away at Easter Road. We've just been put down to ten men. Referee incompetence be smart about it right and he got away with it maybe five ten minutes before that we kick out right we can what Portis is and the guys know how just he doesn't need to be thrown like for me at the time yellow card it was his first foul like he's he's no went full elbow at the guy it was merely like a kind of like me trying to dance on saturday night uh, <laughs> throwing shapes and stuff 
and uh, hitting beers out of folks' hands, but um, we'll not talk about that. But it was kind of like that. And um, I just think he needs to be smarter there. He needs to he needs to be a team player in that position because if you've got Morelos there with his physical attributes, he holds up the play brilliant, mate. And we've got an outball, you know, he can bring players into the game. As soon as we went down to nine, we had zero outball, um, especially when Kent came off and it was just like, right, try and jam-pack the midfield. Um, but unfortunately, we've not got anybody who's like a, a decent runner on the team now because we've made changes and he should be doing better for the team there. Um, it's really disappointing. Like, how many, like, as much as I love Alfredo, it's how many times is he... We're hearing this conversation against Nags. Eh? He's not a young laddie, and it's just I can see it's a bit of frustration as well. He likes being the man, but for me, he needs to be smarter. And like, he stays in the park. Eh? There's a great chance we we come out of that game winning it, and Correct. we needed that outboil. And um, we were just penned in. We we're just penned in, and it was just got to be loft up the pitch. Another way of attack, and that's what happened. And then we kind of broke with the pressure, mate. So it was like Helms Deep, mate. You know when the storm Helms Deep. It was, and it was mate. And um, you know Morelos has has missed nineteen games through suspension already, um, and he's and he's five years at the club. You know that's that's, that's some, nearly half a season, which is incredible. That is crazy. Uh, when you think that's about crazy it. Stuff. Um, so I he needs to he needs to 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 sort his cell out really because we can't we can't you know as as as, as William quite rightly says that we can't keep making excuses for him. Um, but you know on the on the plus side, um, if his red card is uh, not challenged and upheld, then it applies to all domestic competitions, which means he is available for the old firm. Um, so um, that's good. But you know, Lundstrom, I think uh, that will be overturned and there'll be no worries there. Um, yeah, I saw but, that on Sky Sports News. But well, just, to same, back, sorry, sorry, mate. Uh, just to come back to uh, Morelos, I think that's maybe at his peak when he was he was properly on fire. I reckon that's, you know, then he'd a big move to, you know, like a, a, a big top five league. I, f- I feel like teams have looked at that and said, right, that, that's clear an issue there. Um and hopefully he hadn't been red carded in a while, you know, and it's just people like I work with guys all over the world, mate, and um, the guys who support um, English teams, they all just seem to see Morelos as like <laughs> a nut job. Eh? They just, ah, he's always getting sent off and that, but he scores and but they just seem to think there's something wrong with me. And I'm obviously always defending them, but um, you can see what, they they're supporting like you know Chelsea's Crystal Palace etc and they just seem to hear this um, impression of them already. So if guys like that have got impressions of them, like what are the the kind of scouts and all that thinking? You know, aye, he's too much of a risk. That's it, really. Maybe yeah, me, Rangers, aye. Rangers can keep him. Um, but <laughs> I um, I would I would be happy to because when he's on fire, you know, he is he is unplayable and and oh, hopefully. Exactly, mate. Hopefully he does learn for this, mate. And um, you know, given the given the coverage that it's had, um, some of it, some of it just, some of it not. Um, uh, you know, Tav wasn't happy to... with him. No, well, he's, you know, why? Exactly. Why would your captain be happy well, with true, him? Do you know mate, what I mean? But, Think about you know, it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's good to hear that, but uh, even though like it was um, 
it was a terrible result. Tav actually came out and said that on Rangers TV. He says he's disappointed in Morelos and he should know better. Um, you know, what else can I say, mate? It's just you need. And I'm no, you, need... you know, I'm no, I'm, I'm not going to make excuses for the red card, mate, because you know, swinging your arm out to hit a player, it's you know, it's intent. Um, regardless of if of if it was excessive force or not, it's intent. And for me, it's a straight red. Uh, you know, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm in two. I'm in two minds with it, mate. If I'm honest, can he be? Can he be? Take, 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 take your blue, your, your blue tinted specs off, mate. Mate, they're off. They're off. It's a red card. I, I, I don't know, mate. It's his first foul as well. Kicks out first, and then swings his arm. Kicks out first, and then swings his arm in somebody's never, face. He goes for the he, face. But he never go uh, yellow carded for that, mate. That was Why a straight he, red. Aye, exactly. Well, because it's. Aye. No, but if he kicks, it's if, he kicks aye, if he kicks out that first time and gets a yellow card, then that's fair enough because he's been caught. But for me, he's looking at the ball. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> try to defend this, but aye, mate, it's it's just stupid for him. Like I was more angry with him than the actual decision. Um, but for me, uh, I I'm not uh, I'm not going to argue, mate. It's you're you're right. It's. It's just a mere upset with him, mate. How like I know. that that's that you've just told me. I'm I'm quite astonished by that, actually. It's it's crazy. And, it and William William says as well, you know, like how many exactly, mate. Aye. For all the goals he scored. Exactly. So that's enough about him. I, and I would say actually that's probably enough about the Hibs game. Um what I will say is I'll leave I'll leave you with two points which you might want to discuss further. One is that uh Ewan for Hibbs, I thought caused us loads of problems. I thought he was actually really good um down that down that left channel, left is exposed quite a fair bit. But also I was I was a wee bit disappointed with Matondo. Um obviously he's got a bit of adjustment um to do uh, regards um the Scottish game and all that, but there was a couple of opportunities where you know, he, you know, Ryan Kemp for all these folks. If he loses possession in the middle of the park, he'll chase it back. And Matondo kind of half-heartedly sort of did, but then when he saw like Tav was was picking up the man or whatever, you know, he was just kind of leaving it. And I thought, mm, if you've got an opportunity to win the ball back and you know take away a, a, an opportunity down a channel, I would I would rather you got the ball back than just leave it to somebody else when you know. You could be helping your team out. Um, and I think, you know, he's got a lot to learn there in that regard. He needs a bit more fight. Um, and, you know, he needs to work harder for his for his teammates um, to cement his his place, I think. Aye, aye, totally, mate. It's, um, you know, you seem to get that wicked days. Um, when he was back, him and Tav, they kind of shored up that right side, helping back. Aye. And, you know, I know Diallo, he, he was the same. It was just like, oh, I'm a forward player, so I'm going to go forward. But, that's that's what Kent brings you on the left. He does get back and he, he tries to help out and you know it's it's obviously you no know, his his biggest strength, but he's always there putting pressure on players. Um and I think Matondo needs to definitely work on that. I was I was really disappointed with him. Um he seemed to be one of the players where everybody was getting excited about at the start. Um and for me, St Johnston game and maybe the West Ham game. Aside, he's he's kind of been below par, if I'm honest, mate. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot to learn. But at the end of the day, snags, you know, these guys are coming to a new league, they're in a new system. So, but what was this four games? Four games into the domestic season. So there is there is time to improve, man. We we done this with Lundstrom. 
well, I'm not saying you're writing them off, but um, we shouldn't have chucked cups of tea or our manager just yet, mate. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> On the cups of tea. Right, <laughs> let's talk about something positive. So um, looking ahead, mate, to Wednesday, right? The 24th of August, that is, by the way, for those of you that have got your calendars in front of you. Eight o'clock. Live on BT Sports 1 and 1HD, it's PSV versus Rangers at the Phillips Stadion, which has a capacity of 33,000. Quite a quite a wee, a wee stadium, that, mate, isn't it? Um, it's intimidating stadium, but, mate. I, this is, this is um, PSV's eighth contest with Rangers, having won three of the previous seven. Um, and although PSV did record the first victory in the most recent before this season... Jermaine Lenz scoring the only goal of the club's 2010-11 UEFA Europa League round of 16 tie uh, 14 minutes into the second leg in Glasgow, just FYI. Um, I just pulled it out there, by the way. I've not got that written wow. down or anything. Um, who, which, which player has played um, in both matches? Um, Rangers player. <laughs> thanks. Um, in so both matches. 2010-11 and obviously last week. I'm going to say, it has to be Stevie Davis, eh? It is Stephen Davis. And have a guess oh, who was also on the bench. Um, oh, I love this, mate. I love a bit of trivia. Eh? Jeeb is actually shouting at the screen today. <laughs> He's like, yeah. he knows it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get my inner Jeep here. Um, it has to be McGregor, surely. It is McGregor. You're absolutely yeah, right. thanks, Jeep. And, and obviously get involved in the chat if I, if I do another one of these. Um, so uh, Rangers have now won three of their five European Cup games against PSV, prevailing 3-2 in Eindhoven in the 1978-79 second round leg to win the tie by the same scoreline before wins away 1-0 and at home 4-1 in the 1999-2000 UEFA Champions League first group stage. Uh, Rangers have lost the last four European away ties, uh, uh, failing to score in the last three, um, other than obviously a 4-2 win at Dortmund um, in the uh, last season's uh, UEFA Europa League knockout playoffs first leg. That's their only victory in 11 away matches in continental competitions with four draws and six losses. Oh my God. So on that note, Wasp, What's your thoughts going into this game on Wednesday and do you think we can do it? Aye, of course we can do it, mate. It's, um, you know, these um, these things are meant to be broken, mate. These records, these hoodoos, these curses and all that carry on. They're, they're meant to be broken, man, eh? Um, it was like the USG game. We, we've never turned around a two-goal deficit in a European. Done that. Let's keep going, mate, eh? Let's keep going. Of, of course we can do it. It's got to be difficult, mate. They're a good side. Um, seeing them firsthand, they're a really big side as well. Um, we just need to we need to get be better in our decision-making. We need to, for me, Goldson needs to command the defence more. Um, I feel like a suitor would have been good in this game, like big, strong laddie, um, especially we could have done with suitor in, in Easter Road on Sunday, that, uh, Saturday, sorry. Um, that's for sure. But yeah, I reckon we can do it, mate. You know, we, we're a good side as well and we showed that in the first half um, against them. We played some excellent football, pristine football, mate. And like, why why, why can we not do it, mate? But I've got this okay. lingering, lingering feeling that it's maybe, this this is maybe no level and it's, it's a hard realisation that 
some of our fans as much as we want the Champions League. Um, I still think that's still not our level yet. And just with the, the money pit that is um, world football, you know, you know, you see teams at the weekend, they're like Bayern Munich and PSG turning over teams in their domestic league 7-0. You know, and we we've done that prior seasons, but these these are the kind of teams you're going to be facing. Um, but I, I just feel like the Europa League wouldn't be a bad thing for a football perspective. Financially, we want the Champions League because it would be great to go in there, hear the music, have like teams like Real Madrid, Liverpool, Man City come to Ibrox. It would be fantastic, but. At the same time, um, <laughs> I'm tentative with a few scuddings, mate. We don't know to end up like those losers. They're to dream, Wasp. They're to dream. <laughs> uh, I, mate, mate, I, do you know what? It's it's one of these where, despite obviously the you know obviously we, we were looking at the weekend's game to build a bit of momentum to get minutes and legs, you know, like we said in the last podcast, and we and we sort of semi semi got that. <laughs> but semi. At the same time, don't we all? Um, at the same time, uh, you know, it, 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 it was disappointing. It was a setback, but at the same time, and I said at the same time a few times there, um, it's it's something to get the team going. It's something to get the team, you know. On the back foot, looking to 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 kind of um, make right the wrongs, if you like, you know, a bit of know that they should need motivation anyway. Um, exactly. And 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 going into this tie, I don't see the team lineup changing much from the first tie, uh, with a lot of those players rested at the weekend. So, I think um, you know we've got the advantage. I th- I feel uh, being the underdogs going into this tie. Because um, everywhere you look, you know, PSV are favourites to win, um, and 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 for me, that expectation on them might work against them, and I would hope that we can that we can nick it um, on the night, and I and I really hope we do. But obviously, in order to do that, we have to be composed. We have to stop giving gifts at set pieces, and we have to be organised and fast. If we didn't play it fast, then we'll get caught. Um, and that for me is 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 kind of key going into this time. If I was to ask you for a prediction, mate, what would what would you say? Two one, mate. Tell us. I think we just knock it here. Tight. Aye, tight, tight, tight. I, tight I, I, mate, I think the teams are too well balanced. We're we're so similar in a lot of aspects. Obviously, they've got players that are getting quoted in the thirty forty millions and getting linked with Man U. But you know, we've we've got a tidy squad, and when we can play. Gio seems to be prime his whole kind of philosophy and play style on European football, mate. Eh? Um, and I think these players, like you said, they don't need to get up for this game. Eh? They should be getting up for this game already. And, you know, Goldson was playing at Brighton a few years back. They'll never get a Champions League. Well, I'll never say never, but they might. They'll never get Champions League football. These guys must think they've got a chance to play against the best of the best and they've done that all season eh? aye I love mate um, and obviously oh Luke <laughs> I love you too Marley Bean <laughs> oh Marley Bean I saw some great jokes for you today as well and I can't uh, there's one about one about spaghetti and it had pasta in it and I can't mind what it is off the top of my head but I'll remember I'll send you spaghetti no? <laughs> aye, but it's a joke about it. Aye, oh, she's, got filters, yeah. she's got some Yeah, she's got some filters. Right, oh, you get to your me. bed. I love you. I get to your bed, you. <laughs> um, 
from behind me. Um, I would, I, I, I mean, Stephen's prediction there that I win on penalties. I was, I was thinking right. extra time. I was thinking like a one 0 win in extra time. Um, but that being said, you know, I, if if I if I go to my you know my heart, it says one 0 in extra time. But if I go to my head, it says we're not going to come away with a clean sheet. So it might be you know closer to what you predicted a two one. Um, and or you know, obviously we get we get knocked out, but we can't say things like that on this podcast because that's no, um, definitely no, mate. But I think I feel like we we we've got a day what most teams come to Ibrox in the domestic league today. You know, try to frustrate the crowd, get the team on their backs, and you know, like Leicester done it last season against PSV. Yeah. Um, so like I think we're we're as good as we're probably better than Leicester now. Like yeah, they're in a dreadful state. Aye, season, we but are. no, we we can do it for sure, mate. Ian Kent can cause problems when he's he, he has a good night. He can definitely cause them problems. So, um, aye, <laughs> aye, oh, that, the heart can't take it, mate. Eh? Because then it'll do something like this. Eh? Like, I hate you, love. but I love you. Aye, come here, right? <laughs> Punch in the face, but it's in a cuddle. Aye, and I'm sorry you Honestly. did this to me. Uh, I know, but the, the life and times of a Rangers fan. But no, no, I'm, I'm, I, that's, that's where my head's at, and uh, I, I think, I think that's, I think that's being sensible. But you know, hope, hope the team does it, mate. I really, really hope we do because I'm no uh, one. I mean, I love the Europa League music. I've said this before. I do love it, but I do love a lasagna de, 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 as well. So, it does love um, a lasagna, mate. It's a decent, it's a decent comfort food. It's a, it's a decent juxtaposition. Um, anyway. Moving on to shout-outs, mate. I b- believe you've got one for yep. us this week. Um, so, yeah, I want to shout-out uh, my best mate, uh, Mark Deans. He is, uh, you can see all his credentials there. Um, he's really kind of just, like, decided that he's got to start up this... Um, it's like a network slash support group. It's a really interesting project, man. He's he's a creative guy at the best of times, and he's he's um, teamed up with one of his best friends as well, who is actually a published author, would you believe? And he wrote about his experience uh, growing up in Livingston um, and all the tragedies in his life, etc., and all the trauma. And um, it's really caught fire, his story, and it's been publicised in newspapers, magazines, and the guys decided... To help others um, with mental health, um, addiction issues, and they've created this this um, workshop that is dealing with a lot of things, mate. Um, and they had their first workshop at West Lothian College the other day, both of them, and they're, they're two passionate guys. Uh, I know Mark's a passionate guy, he loves music, he loves art, um, and he's just an all-round good guy. Um, and they've created this um, they're calling it the scheme Livy, um, because that's where we grew up in the day. And um, yeah, they're doing fantastic things. So they had their first writing workshop, um, and they got a good turnout, eighteen people, I believe. And they were talking about um, how to create a hook. So basically, how to get you hooked in a story. And um, I've no delve into it too much, but there was a lot of people um, saying a lot of kind of traumatic things, and it became like a a motivation support group and everybody interacting well. So I, I couldn't be prouder of him. Um, you know, he's he's doing some cool things. And if it's nobody's music and that, it's doing this. And I think um, the last couple of times, the, the stigma where you just 
people talking to and you know you've you've been there for me and my man and um likewise and you know get everybody guys girls we need we need to start supporting each other and doing nice things like that with each other so yeah if um you want more information you can dm me at twitter at lost wasp and i'll put you in uh in touch with mark or aiden um so yeah like um go and uh do some cool stuff with them i believe they're doing podcasting at some point snag so i'll need to go up there and try tune up my stuff mate yeah, so i would like to come on here mate and anytime lads and obviously as was says um check out the credentials rolling across the screen there um and uh, follow follow the project because it sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing and it will help uh, many many people um in due course so looking forward to the, to hear hear all about the results of that mate um yeah. my shout out is for my boy jeep who started his new job today um thinking of you brother and yeah. um Hope it's a it's a smashing success. I know you'll absolutely smash it. So uh, well done, buddy. Um, well done, and that's G, about mate. it. That's that's about it, mate. I think from me. Um, unless you've got anything that you want to add before we draw this podcast to a close. So see your analogy, snag. Right, I was thinking about yeah. this today. Do you just like lie in the bath and you sit there and you're like, I've got it, Sammy. Get me a pen and pencil. Pen and paper, sorry, pen and pencil. Just right near your knees and stuff um, for using it in the podcast. No. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> no, no, mate, literally what, like, obviously I don't want to give my secrets away, but literally what I do is when you're talking to me, I'm thinking about what you're saying and I'm connecting it to stuff. And then when I've formed said analogy, I'm like a Wayne chomping at the bit. I'm just dying to say it. So then, obviously, when there's a natural break in conversation, and I'm like, "Oh, well, I've just had this thought," um, <laughs> and that's and that's how it works, mate. Welcome to the chemistry that is my synapse. Oh, I need to ask you about your topic. Eh? Like, it's uh, it's really bothering me. Uh, and can you show the people as well? He has got trousers on. We were checking. That's a very nice top, man. Aye, they still are in the holidays, hand me downs. No, no, these are these are Stephen Gerrard's these ones. <laughs> <laughs> I figured he wouldn't need them for a bit, so uh, aye. Aye. might need them back, mate. Eh? You never know. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> oh my god, I think it's time to wrap up. Last, but you had enough. Um, that's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I so all that's left uh, for me to do is obviously thank you guys um, for for tuning in because like I said earlier there was a lot of podcasts on tonight at a, at a similar time. Um, obviously our, our pals over at the Battle Fever Network did the VAR the people. Um, hopefully that went really well. Um, and uh, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of others. I think the Ibrox podcast was on as well. So uh, we really appreciate you um, dipping in on this and listening to me and Wasp. Uh, talking absolute shite about the club we love um, and obviously we will catch you probably later on this week because we've got a game at the weekend right? we've got Ross County at the weekend so we'll need to preview that as well um, so we might as well do another one why not know, um, so I mean I've been Snags and you've been Wasp and we've been the Rangers AF podcast we'll see you later <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.